You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, November 18th, folks, is a big Friday. This is a huge one. Huge, enormous, massive, perhaps the biggest Friday of the football season. Why is that? Well, besides the fact that we have a great guest, we have one of my predictions that I dropped here on the podcast, I believe right around Halloween comes true with the Packers losing last night. And it is the eve of a massive college football game out here on the West Coast, USC-UCLA. And as if that wasn't enough, the World Cup starts Sunday. I'm just so geeked. I'm so stoked. I'm fired up. I cannot, maybe it's coming through through the podcast. I, I, I can envision you listening in your car, getting giddy. Even if you don't love soccer, it's the friggin' World Cup. It's once every four years. The U.S. is actually in it this year. I mean, I don't know how long we're going to be in it, but they're in it. And it's like exciting, even if you're not a massive soccer fan. I know you like the World Cup, but first, a uh, couple orders of business. Number one, the guest today, Jay Cornegay, Sportsbook in the Superbook. I'm sorry, Superbook at Westgate in Vegas. Uh, one of the pillars of the gambling community in Vegas. He's great. He gives some actionable, insightful, fun peek behind the curtain for all the NFL games this weekend. I think I'll come out of it looking pretty good because uh, I think I'm on some sides that he agrees with. Of course, I am a Jets fan, so we'll get to that one. But I think you're going to love the interview. It ran a little bit long, but listen to it all. Uh, some good kernels of wisdom in there. Uh, I think you guys are really going to like it. And then, of course, at the end of the podcast, bets best bleh, best bets for the NFL. I'll give you a USC-UCLA bet and a couple World Cup futures bets that I made. Now, if you are following me on the gram, you've got a couple of these World Series future, uh, <laughs> World Series, World Cup futures, and you got a college basketball winner last night. Yeah, I'm sliding in some college hoops now. It's the holiday season. So when I'm not with the family, I'm grinding, um, trying to get down. There's just so much sports happening. One thing is I barely checked any NBA. I don't even know if NBA games happened last night. Obviously, they did. But it's weird, like... There's just so much happening 
it's tough to really get fired up about the association. Yeah, three games on the slate. Oh, Kawhi Leonard returned. I give a shit. Come on, I'm so over that guy. Anyways, let's get to Titans Packers. And folks, it's over for Green Bay. Four and seven. Too far behind the Vikings to mount a rally. The worst part of this, of this is like they actually did a great job against Derrick Henry. Are you ready for this? Derrick Henry had 28 carries. Not one of them went for 10 yards. Not one. They bottled him up, 28 carries, 87 yards. So who beat him? Ryan Tannathrill. Well, Derrick Henry did have a touchdown pass on that Tim Tebow jump pass thing. Kind of cool. But Ryan Tannehill was shredding. He made one late interception that kept the door briefly ajar for the Packers. But Tannehill was outstanding. 22 of 27, 333 yards. I mean, 12.3 yards per pass. I can't give out all the fantasy advice that I want to. I text him to my brother and a couple other buddies. But I advised picking up Traylon Burks last week because he had been missing for a time and Ryan Tannehill had been like kind of out the last couple weeks. He wasn't really a factor. I thought Burks would have a chance here. And he had seven catches for 111 yards, cooked, and I mean roasted Jair Alexander late in the game. I mean, Tannehill had passes over 20 yards to Burks, Robert Woods, Derrick Henry, some guy whose name I can't even pronounce, Okokowanu, and then Westbrook Akine had a 19-yarder. Like, Green Bay just got torched. This was wholly embarrassing for the Packers' defense. My goodness. But I think you have to save the real criticism, whether you watched or didn't, for Aaron Rodgers. Now, if you did not watch, you're just like, oh, Rodgers, eh, he's a little pedestrian, check down Charlie. Not a great game. If you actually watched... He was way off on some throws. So usually Aaron Rodgers back in the pocket, maybe he's off his back foot. He's just flinging it around out there. And this is what he does. And he's drilling it right on point to Devontae Adams and company. Folks, I I was stunned. He was like three, four, five yards off on some passes. Threw on a key fourth down. He had Lazard. And he was it was a throw across his body. But Aaron Rodgers makes that in his sleep for the last decade. And it was behind Lazard. Lazard could have caught it, but didn't. And then the final two or three drives, I'm like, dude, what? this is not the Aaron Rodgers that I know. I don't know, guys. This is a bad look for Rodgers. 5.8 yards per attempt. I'm done with A.J. Dillon. I can't believe I started that guy in fantasy. He he does never get the ball, and he's running with a piano on his back. Six carries, 13 yards. Uh, Watson had another couple touchdowns. He's a good player. But this Packers team, wow, what a letdown. I, I mean, you'll start pointing around, like, do they do they toss Jordan Love out there for a couple games? Are we suddenly going to hear, all of a sudden, you know, one of these NFL insiders, Aaron Rodgers is getting an MRI today on fill-in-the-blank. Oh, yeah, well, he was hurt. He was banged up. You know, it feels like that's coming. That's how bad Rodgers was on Thursday Night Football. Packers lose by 10. And, folks, they're, they're not going to the playoffs. It's over. Right around Halloween, your boy... That's me. Came on this podcast, and I said two of the following three teams are going to miss the playoffs. The Green Bay Packers. I have the date, actually. It was Halloween. October 31st. The Rams, Packers, and Bucks. Two of these teams are going to miss the playoffs. The Rams, they lost Cooper Cup last week. They were missing Stafford. They're done. Green Bay Packers with this, they they their season had life after the win. Unbelievable comeback when he gets the Cowboys. They're now done at four and seven. It's over. There is no rallying from this deficit. Tampa Bay will probably make the playoffs because the division's awful. But this is the worst part for Green Bay, folks. Their next game is against the Eagles on the road. After that, Bears-Rams, those should be wins. They have to go to Miami. The way Miami's playing, we'll call that a loss. They've got the rematch with the Vikings. So even if they won the rest of their games, one, two, three, four, five, six, all that does is get them to 10 and 7. The New York Giants and the Cowboys are eclipsing 10 wins for sure. So then the question becomes, well, who's the other team? Well, you know, folks, it could be the Washington Commanders who... Have a bird in hand because they beat the Packers. The Packers are done. It's over. Season complete. They went from 13 wins, three seasons in a row, to missing the playoffs. I I don't think they're going to overtake the Commanders. 
And Seattle is probably the team to try to overtake anyway. So you're telling me they're gonna, who who are they going to pass? Go look at the schedules. Is Green Bay going to pass Seattle? Are they going to pass Washington? Are they going to pass the Giants? Are they going to pass Dallas? They got to pass four, one of those four, just to get in the discussion, right? Four division winners, three wild card. I don't see it for the Packers, guys. I don't. Schedule's tough. I don't see it from Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be back to the drawing board for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Boy, that fall happens quickly. All right, without further ado, let's get to our guest. He is Jake Hornigay from the Sportsbook at Westgate in Vegas. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say... I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. Okay, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy you know. If you've been gambling, you've been to Vegas, you definitely know this guy. He is at the Superbook at Westgate, one of the biggest names in Vegas, setting the lines, all the stuff behind the counter. Jay Cornegay. Jay, how you doing? Good, Jason. How's it going? Uh, it's going excellent. You know, I caught you at a perfect time. We're recording this Thursday. We always record our big... Our Friday podcast is the biggest because Thursday we talk about the NFL almost exclusively, but I'll give out best bets. And we just had a big venue change for this Buffalo-Cleveland game. The snow, what are they calling it? Snowmageddon in Buffalo. <laughs> Multiple feet of snow has forced the Bills and Browns to move the game to Detroit. So you go from the elements outdoors and the snow indoors. Jay, there's a lot of angles. I'm curious, you know, people are betting these games all week. And how do you guys at, at the Superbook handle this game now that there's a venue change? Well, my first thought when you ask that question is I got to tell everybody, check your local book. You know, the rules will vary book to book. And in and, and a lot of cases, they're action no matter where they're played. And there there are others that will refund those first bets and you'll have to replace your bets because mm -hmm. the venue has changed. For us, you know, we changed this a couple of years ago um, and just to out of the convenience for the betters. And you're not going to satisfy everybody, Jason. But Never. In, in our in our world, it seemed to work best for us to keep bets action. So no matter where it's played. All right. Because sometimes they would play in another arena across town or, you know, something that really what really didn't make a difference. What what we're seeing here, I mean, from outside to inside, the total actually is the one that's been affected the yeah. most. The spread is relatively the same, um, but um, the the total is the big adjustment because we opened 46 and a half, uh, got bet all the way down to 42 and a half. And I shouldn't say bet down, but m the market moved down. We took some bets on the under, closed at 42 and a half there. And now the venue has changed and now it's 48 and a half. But to, to to clarify, we want to make sure that everybody knows that if they bet it at the Superbook, you do have action because it's uh, it, as long as it's played within eight days, no matter where it's played, you mm -hmm. have action. So you guys are opening yourselves up for a fairly large middle here. Somebody got, you know, 42 uh, and now it's at 48 and a half. I mean, there's a good chance. I think 44 is one of the most popular total numbers, right? Yeah. So I mean, what what's the the potential scare here for the for the sports book? How how I mean, I don't know how much you can reveal at this point, but um, is this a, is this a massive problem for you guys? Nah, it, it's not. It's no problem for us. I mean, you know, it's uh, it, you know, most of the action is not going to really come in until let's say you know during the weekend. I'd say mm -hmm. a majority of it will come in the last three days. So we're, we're well ahead of that. Uh, there were some early bets on there, and I'm sure that some made out and have a better number now, and some might be on the short end. But that goes back to my statement: it's like we can't, you know, satisfy everybody, yeah. but we do try to make it fair. It's in the it's in the uh, printed rules, and uh, it's something that's uh, you know was posted well before this, so it's not something that we're making up as we fly. Okay, Jay, I want to go through uh, the games. A couple of the big ones. Uh, I, the game I want to start with is. Philadelphia at Indianapolis. And, you know, this is a fascinating game. Colts with the cover last week with Jeff Saturday in Vegas. Philadelphia, obviously, everybody watched that Island game and they lose at home. So, you know, we talk a lot about the look ahead line here. 
Um, I've, I'm seeing it was anywhere nine and a half to ten before what before last week's results. Then it comes out, and I'm seeing six and a half all week. And it looks like today somebody hit it. Now I, we know limits go up on Thursdays. Um, how do you handle this? Because it seems like a lot of people are like, oh, got to take the Colts here. Eagles are exposed. They've got injuries. And all Dallas Goddard is out. And Jordan Davis. And wait, they just signed in Dominican Sue. And all that stuff feels like noise. I, I'm on Philadelphia here and, and pretty confidently so. Did you get six and a half? <laughs> I did. Nice. Okay. I know there's some news. I mean, they, they signed a couple of guys over the last two days, and I think that's probably why it stopped going down. I mean, we opened nine and a half. I'm looking oh. at it right now. Open nine and a half and 43 and a half, um, and it got down to six and a half, but now we're back up to seven. And I think that seven, that market just moved because of the signings and all that. But um, so far, I'm looking at it. It's like 68% of the bets are on the Colts. Here we mm-hmm. go, right? right? Here we go. That other discussion that we we're talking about. Yes, but, yes, uh, yes. You know, I'm looking at, eh, you know, about, um, now we do have some sharp play here on the Colts. You know, I think mm-hmm. they took it early. Um, and uh, they got those early numbers. Let's just, let me just double check that here, Jason. Yeah, looks like they took, um, they took that eight and a half and eight. That's where the sharp play came in. Okay. And when you say sharp play just for the audience, is that um, respected betters or just large early week bets? Or no, both? those are respected betters. You know, uh, okay. we, we know who's very good in, you know, uh, the NFL arena. And, you know, some of those guys are, you know, uh, they, they could bet 5,000, they could bet 10,000. Uh, you know, we have, you know, some great house players that play 50 or 100,000. We might not even move the line, but you yeah. get one of those respected players, sharp players. Uh, they can bet five, ten thousand dollars, and we're we're moving that line mm-hmm. based off the the reputation. So you you gave out an interesting number, sixty eight percent on the Colts. Now we talked before we started recording about um, bet splits and how people, you know, listen. There's a lot of new people gambling, right? There's uh, gambling ads are everywhere. They're giving away, literally giving away money to get you to bet, and. A lot of people are, you know, not doing all the homework. They don't, uh, you know, they're not, as you would say, a respected gambler. And they see, wow, 68% on the Colts. Huh. Now, is that um, is that a significant number, 68? Now, for, what if it were 86? We're talking about a public underdog here at 68%. Um, how do you, Jay, having worked in the industry forever, what, do, what does 68% mean to you? Um, on a game like this and, and on this specific day, you know, that that 68 percent would mean pr- maybe something different if we were talking an hour before kickoff. Mm. You know, I mean, the public really doesn't bet it until we get to the weekend. And so when we talk about 68 percent of the bets, it's probably more or less, but mostly educated play because they're the ones that jump on it early. They're, they're the ones that already have done their homework. Uh, so. Uh, we're looking at a, a majority of that 68% would fall under the category of educated play because of the day we're talking. We're talking here on Thursday. Again, mm-hmm. if it was more, let's say, hour before kickoff, um, then you're you're uh, encompassing all the public play. And Got then it. that percentage is going to mean it'll uh, it means something different. So, you know, and I know people harped on this and this is what we were talking about just a little while ago. But when you know we send this information out, I personally send this information out like 68 percent of the bets are on, you know, the Colts um, and people go, oh, you know, that's not, you know, handicapping information. Yeah, you're right. I agree with you. Uh, it's more <laughs> uh, it's more it's more or less um, entertainment information. OK, now, do some people use that to handicap? Sure. I mean, if I were to look at that at 68 percent on a Thursday and I was like, wow, OK, I can understand that majority of the early play, educated play is on Indianapolis. Does that hmm. help you? Well, I guess that uh, on a case to case basis. Right. And, and I agree with you. That is interesting entertainment news. Now, 
what's more likely to get pickup if you say 68% of the people are on the Colts or you say nothing, right? Obviously, that that's an interesting nugget. Wait a minute. The, the Eagles, they, they were undefeated. People were just talking about, could they go 17-0? and And now everybody's on the Colts. Again, like it doesn't, and not everything has to be actionable, but that I think is one of the big divides between these like hardcore live and die through gambling versus people who are doing it recreationally, right? Sure. And like I said, we're looking at this number on a Thursday, um, and I think that number is going to change by the time we get to kickoff because mm. where are they going to play? Well, the public, okay, the general betting public, let's face it, um, normally migrate to the perceived better team or the better team, in this case, the Eagles, right? So they most likely are going to bet the Eagles. So by the time we get to kickoff, I can see that number being very close to 50-50, really. Hmm. Now, if you were to guess by kickoff, which side of seven this closes on? Would you guess, Jay, seven and a half or six and a half? And what would you base that on? Maybe betting patterns, um, uh, whatever. Well, I think we already hit the low point here on this game because we went from nine and a half down to six and a half. Now it's migrating back up, okay? I would expect it to be on the high side because uh, even though we don't really move it on public play unless it's very lopsided. You know, it depends on, you know, what we're seeing on the other side. We could see some respected play come in on Saturday. You know, it, it really is on a case-to-case basis. And in and, and how we move these things, you know, there's 10 things that go through your head every time you move a game. There's, there's yeah. a lot of different things that we're looking at. In this case, you know, we might not move it even though the entire betting public is on the Eagles because we got some respected play on the Colts. Now, you guys are one of the books that actually takes respected bets. A lot of the other ones... You know, they just will turn these guys away. So uh, how, how do you handle being a market leader or sticking to your guns? Like, let's say another book goes to seven and a half, but you're like, mm, I'm not going there. I'm sticking on seven. How, how do you guys handle that behind the scenes? Well, we have uh, like over 100 years of bookmaking experience in our back room. You know, we got guys like, you know, Jeff Sherman, Ed Sammons and, you know, John Murray and myself. You know, we, we have a lot of experience and we don't make the right calls every time. Okay. But, yeah. uh, I, I think we, we, most of our calls are pretty solid. Um, so when we're bookmaking these things, um, again, we're, we're really dissecting the type of money more than the amount of money. Um, so we, we're always looking at, uh, you know, what side the most respected players are on. Uh, we, we, I could probably go right down the list and tell you, Jason, I know where the betting public's going to go. <laughs> I mean, so do you know where the, I guess the question, do you know where the respected betters are going to go? Cause it's more, uh, it, it's more about quality than quantity. Yeah. You know, no, I mean, sometimes we, we, we have an idea. Okay. Um, you know, uh, some of our guys are very good at that. And, you know, when we have discussions and in, in this small circle of ours, you know, we, we point out some factors that might tip the hand of some of the sharpest players out there and uh you know there's also when you know we're talking about guys that might have bet it you know a week ago because we put up the nfl lines on tuesdays you know so um uh, meaning the look ahead lines yes so uh this past tuesday two days ago you know we posted week 12 right so the, the guys that are really really sharp are the ones that really bet it early you know, and and they get some other late play. If if the number moves, um, I say against what their number is. You know, you could get some sharp play. Um, you know, later in the week or right before uh, game time, uh, pending. You know, maybe pending. You know, inform injury information. You got a couple of key players, and all of a sudden they're both going to be uh, active. You know, some of these guys are really good and they get that information before we do. Sometimes we get that information before they do. So when I tell you that we there's 10 things that go through our head, you know, before, uh, you know, we move a line, you know, that can happen on any day at any time. Um, because what, you know, when I told you that the sharp guys play it early, um, you know, they can play it very, very late when they start getting that injury, uh, those injury updates, too. Mm-hmm. So, so the the delta between the look ahead for Eagles Colts and currently was, I would assume, the biggest on the board, or is there one that's been larger? Uh, this week, I think that was the largest. Uh, yeah, for, yeah. Yet, yet another reason I like. Well, the I'm, 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 well, I'm I got Ravens to over the Panthers. 
Ah, okay. Well, let's talk about that one. We know double-digit favorites have been awful this year. I think 10-21 and 21 against the spread uh, for whatever trends are worth. Um, but talk to me about uh, Panthers-Ravens. Well, we opened 12 and a half, and we are currently 13. So uh, let me just take a look at here. You know, this uh, game has been yeah, it's been lightly touched. We just went to uh, yeah. 13 yesterday. So we uh, we opened, um, let's say we opened um, last Tuesday, we opened at 12 and a half. All right. Um, on Monday, we went down to 11 and a half. So we, it looks like we took a, um, a little bit of educated play there at 12 and a half. And that's why we moved it a full point. But now it's just been slowly creeping up to uh, its present number 13. Mm-hmm. So with that said, it looks like, first of all, it's it's lightly wagered on. There's not that much action on this game right now. Um, and we dropped it down uh, early because uh, we had some um, respected player take the points. But since then, the market has just kind of been moving up. And we actually looking around, and I see some 13 and a half right now. Uh, the reason why we're probably 13 is because of that respected play that took uh, – Looks like a bad number, which happens. Yeah. They, they took 12 and a half and now it's 13. Yeah. Well, listen, respected players, I mean, they could be respected. They also could win like 57% of the time compared to, you know, regular guys winning 53 or 54, right? It's not like these guys are 80, 90%. Nobody is. No, 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 yeah. no. I mean, you know, a lot of people talk crazy out there, especially these days. There's just so many, so many uh, heads out there that are just walking away. And you, you know, my advice is to really filter a lot of that out and, uh, you know, uh, stick to your, you know, uh, guys that are, you know, reputable and, um, you know, not trying to sell you anything. Mm -hmm. So let me, let me try to guess the biggest, you said you could tell where the public's coming in. I'm going to guess, and I, I don't mind being wrong, I'm going to guess the public is all over New England, yet the line is coming down and there's respected money on the Jets. Um, Let me see here just a sec. Open five and a half, and okay. now down to three and a half. So, and the look-ahead line was five and a half. So it went all the way down to three, let's see, Monday. And then backed up hmm. three and a half. Interesting. It, Both were on the bye week. Yeah, it looks like we got some educated play on the dog, especially at anything above four and above the sharps were taking. Hmm. Now, again, you're all your experience. Everybody and their mom knows the Patriots have beaten the Jets 13 times in a row. Belichick versus Zach Wilson, blah, 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 blah. What do you, Jay, in all your time, what do you see here in – uh, Patriots Jets. Well, the um, I think that what the Sharps look at are with, with the Jets, um, are their their defense. It's it's all about their defense. It's all about uh, it's probably an underrated defense. But looking at a low scoring game, um, even though you know those those numbers like they've never beaten or thirteen straight times, yeah, it's not part of our line making. Yeah. Process, you know, we, we look at it as, okay, who or what are they going to field on Sunday? This is this team versus this team. And the Jets have been underrated pretty much all year, but they pin a sharp play. The Sharps have liked the Jets before they were actually decent. And uh, it was mainly because that defense, that defense has kept uh, – a lot of games close, and I think that's what they're looking for. Obviously, the Patriots, despite their history, um, you know, they're not scoring a tremendous amount of points. So uh, anything about four or above looked uh, – Yeah. I guess they see, they see perceived value, you know. I mean, I'm trying to get in the heads of some of the Sharps here, and I can't always do that. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, it looks like they, you know, in a close game, close low-scoring game, and with that Jets defense – uh, they they see some value on the Jets at plus four and above. Yeah, pe- people seem to forget Mac Jones is not the guy he was last year. I know first impressions are everything, and he was Offensive Rookie of the Year, whatever he was. Uh, he's been atrocious this year, like worse than Zach Wilson, according to Pro Football Focus. And, uh, you know, as a Jets fan for over 30 years, I could just tell you this, Jay. 
they had a pick six against Mac Jones that would have made it 17-3 before the half. And, of course, there was a penalty, and that flipped the game. And then Zach Wilson, you know, does his thing where he urinates all over himself. But uh, I don't want to revisit that game. I- I'm a Jets fan, and I missed the best number on this, which makes me a little pissed off. Yeah, so I'm probably not going to bet this. Um, wait, maybe. You know, you're looking at it. Uh, it's not going to get back to four, though, is it? No, nah, maybe not. Because, the, you know, what? it looks like the Sharps are going to keep that down. In fact, they might go down to three. Yeah. I mean, maybe I could take a nibble of three and a half, but I, if I'm not getting the best number, what, what's the point? Uh, one that I think I probably got the best number on. This is, again, not a sexy game, but the Houston Texans did not cover last week, but showed pretty well uh, against the Giants. Uh, and then Washington, which got every turnover in the book from the Eagles and won. They're now suddenly road favorites. Taylor Heineke laying money, uh, laying numbers on the road. I think, did you guys get this to three and a half? Um, we opened two and a half, two and a half. Okay. And, uh, you know, with, with that performance on Monday, I know that, uh, they're going to garner a lot of tickets, a lot of fans, a lot of tickets on, on the commander. So mm-hmm. early look ahead line was two and a half. Uh, we opened on Sunday, uh, let's see, two and a half. And then, um, Tuesday we went to three and now we're staying three, one, three minus one twenty. Now we're at three flat. So, Are we going to see a three and a half, Jay? Yeah, probably. Cause no, oh, good. No one's bet the Texans. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's yeah. touching that. I know that's a, a game well, nobody cares about, so we can we can move I, on. But <laughs> yeah, personally, um, I don't like those you know teams playing the you know a very emotional, mm-hmm. really solid game on Monday, and then having that short week. Uh, I just uh, I don't have a lot of faith in in that. Uh, scenario where they look so good on Monday uh, and then everybody, you know, everybody's focuses on that team based off of that uh, performance on Monday and pump up the line. If it goes to three and a half, sure. That would be appealing to some. Winter's coming here in LA. That means more rain for others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, tire rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All season tires, all weather tires, dedicated winter tires go to tirerack.com use the tire decision guide to get personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how what and where you drive choose from the full line of michelin tires ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers you'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years mobile tire installations available all over the country have you heard about this they bring new tires to your home or work install them on site game changer Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. 
or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, I saved the bet for, best for last. Okay, Cowboys Vikings. Um, I am curious. What was this? First of all, what was the look ahead? And then talk me through you guys behind the scenes um, after Sunday's uh, results with the Vikings' stunning lucky victory and the Cowboys' stunning lucky collapse. Unlucky collapse. Sorry. Yeah, and it's kind of like that. I mean, you know, we, you know, Vikings power ranking is not very good, and that's why you mm-hmm. see the Cowboys favorite. You know, a lot of people look at it and go, "How could the Cowboys be favorite or the Vikings? The Vikings are, you know, only have one loss." And I'm like, "Yeah, but if you look at the Vikings schedule and look at their wins, you know, mm-hmm. they've won a few, you know, by the skin of I their think teeth. Seven, a- seven one skin, one win victories in a row, one score. So. Right, and so that's why." You see, you know, the number, I mean, it got it as high as two and a half, you know, and it's back down to one and a half now. But uh, uh, power ranking wise, the Cowboys are viewed as a better team. And, and I and I agree with that. Um, the Vikings have been very fortunate. I mean, if there's four or five plays that just go the other way against the Vikings, uh, they're looking at a 500 team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Cowboys uh, look like, uh, you know, the real deal and. They've been impressive at times, but I, I don't understand the collapse against Packers, but that's the NFL. Okay. You can't explain everything And looking at the Cowboys. Um, you know, I, I think that they're one of the top teams uh, in the NFC. You know, you get, you look at the Eagles, you look at the Cowboys, of course you look at the 49ers, uh, but right behind that group would probably be maybe, maybe the Vikings, um, you know, Vikings probably be in the top five, but they're certainly not in the top three. So, so you guys have your core group in the back, behind the scenes, uh, deciding what to do. Did anyone, uh, Salmons or any of them, did anyone say, "Let's open pick"? Um, the look ahead line was pick, Jason. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, but okay. not this week. You know, uh, in fact, uh, I know Ed and others were more in favor of two and a half than anything else. I think we had in the room anywhere from one to two and a half on the Cowboys, mm-hmm. two and a half, one out. And so we opened two and a half. And the next thing you know, it's down to two. Um, and then on what Monday we opened up, it, it went down to one as the market was going down. Then it's been going back and forth between one and one and a half since Monday. Yeah. So Jay, this just li- just hearing you talk through that, um, I'm just curious, have you ever considered, hey guys, why don't we live stream this Sunday night meeting, meeting of the great minds behind the scenes in Vegas, you guys, a hundred years of experience, like you said, let's live stream this for anybody who wants to watch our process, because I know people are going to say, oh, that's crazy, you can't give up, like, dude, nobody knows what's going to happen in these games, absolutely nobody. It's uh, so much of it is a coin flip and freaky stuff, I've been on the unfortunate side of several of them this season, but... You guys have the experience, and you set the lines. Have you thought about? I, I'm not live streaming one on on Twitch or or Instagram Live or any of that. Have you considered that? No. <laughs> Is there a reason why well, not? I, I'm you know, sure people I, would tune in. I there's uh you know just to have cameras and stuff like that in our back room. There's a lot of sensitive stuff back there that you know we don't want to you know and just taking the time because we, we're so we're we're really busy we really are and trying to get all mm-hmm. this stuff down we're we're operating in you know six states now and uh there's there's a lot going on this to set all this thing up and you know i i would kind of tell people it's like yeah if you saw us back there uh making lines i think you'd probably be disappointed because well it's I, I, like I get that, there's no but... like algorithms and no, you know, no, no crunching no. all these numbers you know it's a, I, it's a very much an art form of you know we do have power rankings that we mm-hmm. always base it off of and from that power rankings that's our start from that's our starting point and then we have those conversations 
and then we come up with that line. Right. But Jay, th- those power rank, they're not, uh, th- you guys talk about them. You guys all do radio hits and podcast hits, right? They're not private information that nobody knows, right? No, there's, I mean, yeah, I don't know if they have access to our power ranks, but we talk about them all the time. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're pretty much an open book because just going back to what you just said, yeah, nobody knows who's going to win this thing. I mean, what we're yeah. trying to do is make both sides attractive, okay, mm-hmm. but that rarely happens. And then you really have to take your skill and your, your experience as a bookmaker to move it the correct way. The, the reason I even bring this up is because this is a crowded marketplace all of a sudden. You know, there's a lot of people crowbarring. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many sports books are uh, out there in Vegas now, but now you've got nationwide. You said you're in six states. I mean, I think Maryland just came on board this week. Uh, California, you know, the idiots out here, we didn't vote for it. But um, it, pretty soon it's going to be nationwide. I would say, what, five, six, seven years? Uh, you pretty much get gambling in the Continental 48. And then at that point, it's like, you know, you guys have – interest in being at the top of the market or at least being a market leader and some kind of behind the scenes show Sunday. I'm just telling you, I, I predict that one of the sports books will attempt something like this with the personalities. You've got the guys in Vegas. I would have loved to have heard your guy who said Cowboys one and a half versus the other guy who said two and a half. I would have just loved to hear that breakdown. And again, maybe I'm just the weirdo who's interested in that, but hearing you take us behind the scenes to me is fascinating. Yeah. And I get that part. I mean, we've been doing it for so long and, and uh, you know, we, 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 it's a pretty quick process for us. We go through the lines and we, because we know that we're right there in the ballpark and, you know, the number is going to probably be changing, you know, you know, throughout the whole week. And uh, we're still going to um, really value some of the sharpest play out there. Uh, because those guys are they're very good they're they're you know we respect them um you know to the highest level and uh you know that's what really you know molds that line of where it should be and so ours is just a starting point but uh you know it's so it's so busy and it's like it's not like three o'clock pacific time do we all get together it's whenever we have that window so, yeah, you know right, it's right, like right. oh we got to do it at two because we got you know we got people coming in the show is like mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a little more challenging for us to do something like that because we are making these lines during the course of the other game still being played yeah so we we got we got our hands full on, on sundays clearly all right the last truly last question so you said earlier that the sharps have been on the jets um, if you were to, and you know, obviously you're not going to tell us, but the most respected betters, is there a team or two they've been riding or is there a team or two you see them jumping on here as we hit in November, December? Well, the, I, I mentioned the jets, they, they hopped mm-hmm. on that or hopped on, on them earlier. Uh, I would say the Seahawks as well. That's kind of mm-hmm. a sharp guy play. Uh, before the public started noticing that they were winning. Uh, the Titans also, the Titans have also uh, hmm. been a, a sharp play over the wow. weeks. Uh, I would consider them a, a sharp play. Um, not every week, but in general, we're talking about. And uh, they uh, they noticed those teams prior to most people. So um, the Titans are a little weird because the Titans have been the sharp play. The sharp the Sharps love the Titans over the last couple of years. And, and uh, you know, I know that they're a, a very physical team. They can run, obviously they run the ball, but, uh, you know, they're not, definitely not a public team. Um, but uh, the Sharps. They're not, they're not sexy, right? Seattle came right. in, low expectations. Yeah. Not sexy, right? Right. Um, I can tell you right now, uh, my guess, uh, feel free to disagree. I believe that the Sharp team going forward, starting this week, is going to be the Baltimore Ravens. Schedule is unbelievably easy, and I feel like they're undervalued because Lamar hasn't been great. They don't have a marquee receiver. They don't have a marquee running back. It's like, I I don't know. I'm kind of all in on Harbaugh here, end of the season. I wouldn't be shocked if they tried to get the number one or two seed with the schedule they've got the rest of the way. Yeah, and I I was uh, looking at the game-to-game bases, uh, some of these uh, sharp plays. As far as futures and the the overall – look from you know thirty thousand you know feet you know uh you know 
sharp guys probably wouldn't really like the Ravens right now or this week, you know, lane 13. They don't like to lay a lot of points like that. I'm not saying that they'll never do it, but they, they do shy away from those type of spreads. Uh, But the Ravens, you're right. Has a, they have a very easy schedule, you know, hopefully they get healthy here because the, you know, their receivers have been a mess all season long and they, they, luckily they had three or four running backs that were all about the same caliber. Right. Uh, look at the Cowboys too. The Cowboys have a, after this game, they have a very easy schedule. Hmm. Well, well, while I got you here, what's the line for Thanksgiving Day? Is it Cowboys Giants? Yes, uh, that's the middle game, right? And the I Cowboys so. are. We opened six and a half, now seven on on the Cowboys. Interesting, because if the Cowboys happen to lose to the Vikings this week, all of a sudden it's like, huh? Are they fighting for a wild card spot? And then that Giants game next week, I don't think that's going to be a cakewalk against Dable. He's a really good coach, man. Anyways, I've kept you too long. Um, This is great stuff. Audience loves it. Um, So, Jay Cornegay, Superbook at Westgate. Thanks a lot for taking the time, man. Uh, good luck. Well, you, you don't need the luck. So I, I'll, let me let me take that back. Uh, <laughs> you guys don't we'll need the luck. luck we'll How, take about anything How about this one? Enjoy the games, Jay. <laughs> okay. Well, you too. I appreciate it, man. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires, dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Vredestein test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Great stuff from Jay Cornegay. Again, I, I know the, the, the two that jump out to me are Eagles-Colts. And aside from the venue change for Bills Browns, I think I think Cowboys Vikings jumps out as well. It's weird. I initially my first read was Vikings, um, very early in the week, and then it took like twenty four hours before I was like, wait a minute, no, 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 Cowboys, Cow, it has to be the Cowboys. At any rate, I'll get to NFL in a moment. I quickly, you guys know I'm stoked for the World Cup, so I have been, let's just say, betting on as much World Cup as I can. It only comes around every four years. So I did fire on the opener, Ecuador. I'm on Ecuador money line plus 141 against Qatar. I may have mentioned that on a podcast earlier this week, but I'm on Ecuador. So to reach the quarterfinals, I have Canada plus 1250. I think they can get out of the group and win a game. Mexico plus 500. And Uruguay plus 220. That's to get to the quarterfinals. For... This is a bit of a, this is one that instantly my buddy, who is a big soccer guy, got on my case. He was like, ooh, I don't know about that. And then we discussed it and he's like, and I kind of like it. France, which has some major injury issues to like three very good players, still is a loaded roster. I mean, you got Mbappe, you got Benzema, you're going to be in good shape. I took France for the total goals for the tournament under 10 and a half. Now, instantly when I put that on IG, somebody's like, dude, they're going to smoke Tunisia 5 nothing." I was like, are they? Is it going to be five? If it's five, I'm in trouble. I don't know that they get out of group play. That's the one thing. Now, if they do, and they get to the knockout stages, then yeah, under 10.5 is is not going to be a good bet. But I took it. I took over three and a half goals for the U.S. in the tournament. Now, here's where I think that's mispriced. So if you look at most of the betting markets, the U.S. is expected to get out of group play. So they should, they are expected to get a fourth game. Even if they don't score against England. Let's say England shuts them out one nothing. England scores an early goal and then hunkers down on defense. They've got like all superstars on defense. And the U.S. doesn't get one there. You're telling me they can't score four goals in three games? The other three games? What, Iran's defense is incredible? I mean, and of course, I did research this and I wrote it up for Fox Sports. Um... So the, every time the U.S. has made the knockout round this century, so in 2002, they scored seven goals. In 2010, they scored five goals. In 2014, they scored five goals. That's just getting out of the group stage, right? So four games, you're telling me they can't score four goals? Now, there is some juice, minus 120, but I guess the big question is, a lot of people, one of the things you look at, and, and you know, I have this big handicapping breakdown as I've been looking over this stuff for a while. What are the important gambling factors that you look into in the World Cup? And um, number three on my list is how is the team, how is their form like the last five to ten games? Well, if you just look at the last two games for the U.S., the final two games that were tune-ups, wasn't good. Did not score. <laughs> against Saudi Arabia. Did not score against Japan. There are questions at forward. I, I like Ferreira. You can go back and listen to the Alexi Lalas podcast. I like Ferreira a lot. Um, Haji Wright? Nobody. Anybody who was drawing up predictions of who's going to make the U.S. roster, nobody that I saw had Haji Wright making the team. Okay? Berhalter picked him. I don't know if Haji Wright's going to play. I, I just... I, it's a stunner. So the question is, who's scoring? Oh, it's going to be Pulisic, Jason. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the opponents know that the best player on the U.S. by a mile is Pulisic. And yes, Tyler Adams is very good, and McKinney's awesome, and I like the team. But Pulisic is the guy. They're going to try to scheme him out. That's obvious. So then who scores? And that's where there are questions. I mean, guys, I don't know how many times Josie Altidore played World Cup games. Big matches. And you're like, oh, that's got to be the guy. And he just never delivered. So there is a hedge if you don't like over three and a half goals in the, for the USA in the tournament, okay? You're not going to like this. Lowest scoring team at the World Cup, US, plus 2,500. You can do that hedge. Now, I did look in 2006 when there were expectations because the US was good in 2002. They made the quarters. 
In 2006, they got destroyed in their opener against Czech Republic. And then they only ended up scoring two goals in the entire tournament. That was among the worst at the Cup. But Trinidad and Tobago didn't score. Togo, I don't even know what that is, scored one. Angola scored one. But the field is way better and stronger and deeper, as is everything in sports, in 2022 than it was in 2006. So, you know, there's a chance. If the U.S., I'm just, there's a doomsday scenario for the U.S. I do not want it to happen. It could happen. If the U.S. loses the opener to Wales, then they have to face England. Everything on the line against England. And England's one of like the top three or four teams, some would argue maybe two, in the entire field. So you go down, if you lose that game, it's over. You're not advancing. And then do they just toss out a bunch of guys off the bench in game three so you can get some experience leading into 2026? And there's a scenario where those guys just haven't played together and the U.S. totally flops. Like, listen, that's ultimate doomsday. It could happen. I'm just saying that that is a, a possibility. Now, to hedge that out, well, this is not really a hedge. This is pie in the sky. USA to reach the quarterfinals plus 450. Now, by the way, I did look this up. Mexico was plus 500 to reach the quarterfinals, which is crazy. So the market's saying the U.S. has a better chance. Of course, if they finish second in their group, they're going to face the top team from the second group, which would likely be Netherlands. But if somehow Netherlands slips up and it's not L'Orange, it would be Ecuador or Senegal. And I'm telling you, Senegal's best player is out for the tournament. So it could be Ecuador. Ecuador ain't great. So you're telling me all the U.S. has to do, beat Wales, lose or tie to England, beat Iran. That's, they're going to be favored in both those other two games. And they advance. You get two wins, you're advancing. And if they get lucky and they don't have to face Netherlands where they would be a dog... I think they'll be favored over Ecuador. I don't know about Senegal. Senegal's best player is not here. I don't know how they're going to perform. Mane, uh, EPL superstar. That guy's a machine. Goal-scoring genius. Okay? So if they happen to face Ecuador or Senegal, I think they got a chance. And boom, you're in the quarterfinals. So there is a path to the quarters for the U.S. I mean, who knows? Maybe the England, maybe England, the pressure gets to them. We've seen them crumble in big moments in World Cup history. So... They win the group, and then they don't have to face Netherlands. Uh, Likely, they would face Ecuador or Senegal. Okay? I I know, this is optimistic. I'm all over the place, but there are so many scenarios. This is so exciting. I'm just, I'm geeked. Okay, so that's my World Cup gambling for the first uh, weekend. Now let's get to NFL this weekend. Uh, Good three, uh, okay, three and two in the contest last week. I have an irrationally large number of wagers this week. Let's start. I'm just telling you what I got. Early in the week, and I probably should say it at the time because it's not available now, but Steelers 5. That, that was before I found out about the DJ Reader uh, return to the lineup for the Bengals. Very important to stopping the run game. The Steelers did beat the Bengals in the opener. Burrow was awful, but he, was, he hadn't played in the preseason. He was coming off the appendectomy. He did have Jamar Chase, though. TJ Watt absolutely eviscerated Lyell Collins off the edge. TJ Watt's back. It, I don't know if Minka Fitzpatrick's going to play. It, it doesn't appear so. But I, either way, I got the Steelers getting five. Um, it's down to three and a half. I don't obviously don't like it at three. I, I think it's at four. I would take it still. Four and a half. Uh, three and a half, a little dicey for me, but I got the Steelers. I have, I'm on the Ravens at minus 12 and a half. And if you listen to the uh, interview, and shame on you if you just fast forwarded to the end for my bets. But if you listen to the interview with Jay Cornegay, uh, you know I'm bullish on the Ravens. They buy stock now. Okay, I've, uh, John Harbaugh coming off the buy, I think, is 11-3 and three against the spread. Baker Mayfield's not going to surprise them. They've seen him for a couple of years. They know what he's capable of and not capable of. I think Baltimore puts it on Carolina. And if Cincinnati loses to the Bengals, Baltimore's now up a couple games in the division. Starts to get hairy. I'm just telling you that Bengals schedule is brutal, guys. Both of the Super Bowl teams from last year could easily miss the playoffs. A um, couple totals. Now, I did get a little lucky here. I didn't even know I had bet this when I was talking to Corning Gate, but I did take the over 42 in Bills Cleveland. That's long gone because the game has been moved. I had bet it on the case of a snover. You guys are familiar with the snow overs um, where everybody thinks, oh, you got to bet the under because of snow. Wrong. The defense has no clue where, what's happening. 
it's tough to stop. The offense knows exactly what they're doing. Big advantage to the offense in snow games. So it went down to 42 and a half. I took the over. Now it's indoors. Bills should have their way with Cleveland. I mean, hell, Miami just crushed them. So I feel confident in that one. Uh, Dallas, Minnesota, over 48 and a half. A little buyer's remorse on that because I can see this this Dallas defense. Looks like Derisaw, the left tackle for Minnesota, who, according to Pro Football Focus, has graded out as the number one left tackle in football this season. I believe their stat was he had allowed no pressures. I said this on Cowherd on Thursday, and his head like exploded. He had a number one left tackle in football. And oh, by the way, Micah Parsons. Did you guys see what he did last week? Zero pressures. Worst game in his career. So I was reading about why, what happened, and apparently he only rushed the passer eight times. Now, a lot of it had to do with the Packers running the football, but apparently Anthony Barr is their coverage linebacker. With Barr out, they put Parsons in that role, which didn't totally make sense, but I guess they had to do something. Sounds like Anthony Barr's back and will play, so Parsons gets back to his, I'm going to set the edge and I'm going to terrorize the quarterback. Uh, Micah Parsons versus a backup left tackle is a recipe for disaster. If you missed Thursday's podcast with Sam Monson, he talked about this uh, extensively. Good stuff. Uh, I have the over 50 and a half in Bears-Falcons. Uh, in Justin Fields, we trust. Um, I have the 49ers minus seven and a half. Looked like that's gone up. If you listen to, I think it was Monday's podcast, teams that did not cover versus teams that did. It's not always a winning path. It's just one factor I like to toss in. San Francisco did not cover. Arizona did. Games in Mexico, San Fran, unimpressive last week. I think they bounced back, even though I know some of the Kyle Shanahan in prime time stuff is very sketchy. And um, in terms of the contest, I'm definitely going to have the Cowboys in there. Uh, 49ers will be on there. Eagles will be on there. I think uh, I probably should look. If the Texans are three and a half, I'm going to take them. I know that's not going to be popular, but I'll just ride with Davis Mills um, at home against Washington. We talked about it a little bit with Jake Hornigay, Washington, just a little bit overrated off that Monday night football win. I don't, you know, listen, they were good, but the Eagles did turn the ball over three times. And they were driving for the go-ahead uh, touchdown late in the game when, what's his name, uh, fumbled after the 50-yard completion. Just fr- kind of freaky stuff. Um, and I guess the last one is I'm looking at Detroit, I, I, waiting on the weather in New York. I like Detroit in this spot. I know I don't like Jared Goff outdoors ever. We've talked about this extensively. For some reason, if I can get the three and a half, I think I'll take it. And I, I'm going to round this out by, folks, try to avoid betting on my Jets. But I did have a four-week stretch where I nailed every Jets game. I backed off in the last Patriots game. Didn't Something smelled wrong. And of course, well, I don't want to revisit the pick six that wasn't. But I think I'm ready. I didn't get on them last week against the Bills. I didn't have that much faith. I think I'm ready to get back. At three and a half, the Jets are going to be a buy for me. I'm taking it. I don't have any faith in Mac Jones. And I, if the Jets win this game, folks, I saw one of these like uh, p- p- playoff percentage chances. Their chances to make the playoffs goes up to like 71% or something r- ridiculous. But they need this. Without it, Jet season, probably over. With that, we will wrap up for the weekend. This was a long podcast. Sorry to keep you long. Enjoy the World Cup, enjoy the NFL, enjoy USC beating you at UCLA and covering the two-and-a-half-point spread. We'll talk to you Monday. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices... 
You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And- 